This is the It's Reality Podcast, where we'll talk about anything and everything from the paranormal, health, the supernatural, aliens, and much more awesomeness. And now, get ready for your host, Rudy on the go. Good evening and welcome to another segment of It's Reality Podcast. Today on episode four, the topic of today is the entity, sleep paralysis. Ever feel you're paralyzed in your sleep and an evil presence is by your bed? Here's what's going on. (laughs) Wait till you hear this. Just why or how it happens isn't clear. Researchers believe that sleep paralysis is caused by a disturbed rapid eye movement cycle because it's mostly, it happens as people are falling into a deep sleep or coming out of an REM sleep. During that stage, their brains normally paralyze their muscles anyway, so they don't act on their dreams. But during sleep paralysis, the sleeper is awake or half awake. Studies have shown that between 25% and 50% of Americans have had sleep paralysis at least once. Many people who have had it are also people that have narcolepsy, in which they fall asleep uncontrollably. Sleep experts believe sleep paralysis might be partly genetic. Other causes include stress and disrupted sleep schedules, such as jet lag or pulling an all-nighter. Several studies have also found links between social anxiety or panic disorder and sleep paralysis. Clearly, this is an incident that has occurred to many Americans, and not only Americans, but uh, in uh, Southern America, Northern America, in Europe. Uh, I myself have experienced this many a times, and I'll tell you that is it is one of the scariest events ever while you're asleep. I could hear my wife talking from the other room. I can hear my TV on. I'm not even fully asleep, but my eyes are closed. And the feeling is as if uh, an evil spirit or something, something really heavy lays on your body. And with no control of doing anything, you can't even speak. That is one of the scariest things. Clearly, What I have read is that an episode of sleep paralysis can be scary, which has led to some unorthodox theories. Researchers also show that people in countries as diverse as China, East Africa, Mexico, Newfoundland, and the United States have long believed that paralysis is caused by demons, witches, or other supernatural creatures sitting on their chest and sometimes trying to have sex with them. I mean, wow. So this is something that cannot be explained, and scientists are baffled over this uh, event. I put together a few stories here, and I do hope that you enjoy these, and then I'll get back to you, and let's um, try to figure this out. So sit back and enjoy. Here we go. It felt as if there was a male presence there who was evil. I can remember seeing this this figure in the doorway. I just knew it was female. It hits me so hard at times where it just knocks me off my mattress. She's choking me so hard that I think that my voice box is going to uh, collapse. 
One woman has been suffering from entity attacks for most of her life. They began when she was just five years old. First thing I remember as a child at night, um, I had just gone to bed. My mother just put me to bed and I could see um, the lights on in the living room. I had just laid down for bed. I could hear my parents, I could hear the television. And I looked up and to my right, I saw a couple. Um, very shadowy, very dark in my bedroom, a man and a woman, and um, they started walking towards me. It's very frightening. I couldn't speak. I, I, I wanted to call out to my mother. I couldn't call out to her. I was just terrified. And right about that time, she walked into the room, and she walked, it appeared that she walked directly through the two people that were standing to my right. And I began asking her, uh, who are these people in my room? What's going on? Uh, she kept telling me that it was just a dream to go back to bed. And I said I wasn't asleep. It wasn't a dream. I could hear the television on in the other room. And that was the end of that. But as Jamie got older, the entities that stalked her became more vivid and more violent, making her increasingly terrified to go to bed. As soon as I become aware that there's someone in the room, I'll go into a paralysis and I can't move. I can't shout out. I can't, um, I'm unable to call for help and I'm unable to stop any kind of attack. Usually it's an attack. You can't move, you can't scream. Um, feels like you've been drugged somehow. The Shadow Man, and this is just a recent label that I've put on this character. The closest I've seen of him is the arm because it's been around my throat several times. He's very violent. Um, he, he doesn't use any caution whatsoever. He, he could care less if my neck is broken. I mean, that's how violent he is. Generally, he's accompanied by a very old woman. She's rather short, um, draped in many layers of clothing. She looks like a homeless type person. Like every, all of her belongings are on her. Shawl, jacket, a hat. The old woman will sit on my chest and um, she's not extremely heavy, but she's heavy enough that it's very hard to breathe. It's extremely hard to breathe. I can't, I can't get my lungs to expand. He'll have me around the base of my neck. She'll come up to the top part and she's choking me so hard that I think that my voice box is going to uh, collapse. Um, I can't move. He's got my arms down usually or um, just the way she's sitting on me, I can't move and there's nothing I can do. What makes these attacks even more frightening is that Jamie is convinced she is awake. The fear is extremely real. You look around the room, you're looking for any way out. I can see my clock, I can see the curtains, I see everything in the room that tells me that this is real, this is happening to me, this is really happening. And I'm wondering why my husband 
can't hear them, why he can't hear the struggle, why he can't hear the fight. And beyond that, I'm wondering um, what's going to happen to me after they kill me. Who's next? Your mind and your body thinks you've been through it. But to everyone around you that you associate with, that you work with, your friends, your family, your doctors, they say it was just a dream, just get over it. For years, Jamie thought she was alone and feared she was mad or delusional. Then she discovered there were others who had suffered remarkably similar experiences. There was a presence in the room. I thought I could see an entity, black figure. Oh shit. There's a presence in the room. God help me. Matt Watkins is a psychology student at the University of the West of England. Like others, he has experienced entity attacks for most of his life. Unlike others, he often recorded the events as they occurred. Friday the 26th, 24 in the morning, saw some things. Still feeling pretty shaky. There was definitely a presence here. seeing this this figure in the doorway I just knew it was female but I remember she was old she had a haggard face and she saw me she looked me in the eyes and she ran right up to my face the way she came up to me she glided stopped right in front of my face and literally two inches away from my nose looked at me in the eyes and she had um, what could be described as black eyeliner running down her, her face. The fear, it, it can be a tr tremendous amount of fear. If you can imagine lying um, in bed, it's dark, and you've got an intruder in the house. More than that, you're paralyzed. Your adrenaline is building up. Um, your typical human response is, is a to fight or flight. Um, you can't help yourself, you can't defend yourself. And more than that, it's, it's an unusual experience because you know, you're witnessing um, some, some kind of hallucination um, and for some people you know, they might think this is some kind of ghost or deity. Last words were, in my mind, get a grip. It's just the floorboards creaking. Go to sleep, there's nothing to worry about. It's made me question the nature of reality. It's made me look into many different areas. It's made me look into psychiatry, um, parapsychology, transpersonal psychology, all these different areas. I realised there could be other explanations for this, and then um, I started looking into it a bit more. Matt was terrified by his visions, but he was also intrigued. He decided to make the entity the focus of his degree. Searching through ancient texts, he was surprised to find evidence of the entity experience dating back over 2,000 years. When doomed to death, I will attend you as a nocturnal fury. I will attack, you. I will attack your faces, and brooding upon your restless breasts, I will deprive you of repose by terror. 
it wasn't just literature. Many artists had also depicted the entity. In the Middle Ages, it was often represented as a horned beast that preyed on sleeping women and was sometimes thought to rape them. Later paintings saw it as a heavy demon-like creature sitting on the chests of its paralyzed victim. Why were there so many depictions of the entity experience and why were they so similar? There may be one explanation. Throughout history and across the world, thousands of people have suffered from nighttime visions in which they are attacked by violent and mysterious entities. Some people have such severe experiences that their lives are left in ruins. Every time something happens like this, I, I don't really repeat a lot of it and I try to forget it and I'm having a very hard time describing how intense it is. The fear is intense. I've woken up with, with um, cuts on my hands from my fingernails, clenching my fists. I cracked teeth during my sleep just from the intensity of everything, uh, clenching my jaws. I, I did think a few times about uh, taking my own life. Um, you just don't see any out to it. it. What happens is when you get to the point where you're so tired, you're just so tired and you're so tired of fighting and every night you know when you go to bed it's going to be another fight, a struggle. You become afraid to fall asleep. For some of these entity attacks, science may provide one explanation. When we are dreaming, a mechanism in the brain paralyzes us to prevent us acting out our dreams. Some people get trapped in a state between wakefulness and dreaming called sleep paralysis. Dr. Al Shane has studied over 9,000 cases and believes that it may have been experienced in mild form by up to 30% of the world's population. Sleep paralysis, as uh, I view it, is a type of dream, a waking dream, or perhaps more accurately, a waking nightmare. Uh, imagine, if you will, there are two mechanisms um, deep in the brainstem, the brain. And uh, one of these mechanisms we'll call the wake-up mechanism, and the other one we'll call the dream-on mechanism. And they're linked to one another. In particular, the wake-up mechanism inhibits the dream mechanism. So when this one is turned on, uh, you're awake, alert, conscious of your surroundings, able to respond to your surroundings. Imagine that as your wake-up system turns down, if there's a problem with particular neurotransmitters, it may not be inhibiting the other system. So this one may turn on before this one turns off. So you have two systems on now. So you're awake and you're dreaming. If sleep paralysis might help us understand why these visions seem so real, can it also help explain the shared scenario experienced in the attacks? A way in which the uh, uh, hallucination might build uh, might be from the case in which uh, you imagine that there's something on your chest. Perhaps it's simply the fact that you, you can't take a deep breath because you are paralyzed after all. One interpretation is that because there's something on your chest preventing you from taking a deep breath. If you've also had a visual hallucination, uh, it's easy now to conclude that whatever that thing was, that is now what is on your chest. Uh, initially, often it's simply a feeling that there's something there. Uh, and you are searching for it. If your eyes are closed, you feel that if you just open your eyes, it would be there. Uh, if your eyes are open, it may be just out of sight. Perhaps you will see it. Perhaps you will now start to see 
some form, uh, some vague shape. Maybe you'll hear something, footsteps, movement in the room. You may actually feel something touching you. And you can see as, as each of these things happen, the hallucination gets fleshed out so that this vague sense of a presence can become a concrete uh, entity in the room. In spite of a normal childhood, Mark Gillen has suffered from particularly disturbing nocturnal attacks since he was a teenager and still finds them difficult to talk about. Um, I was only about 17 um, when this first happened to me. I went to bed as normal, fell asleep, um, enjoying a good sleep. When probably in the middle of the night, um, I was wakened um, by the, the feeling that someone was in the room. I couldn't explain who it was, I didn't know who it was. Um, I then felt being totally paralysed, the fact that I could not move at all. It was as if the, the power that was there, the energy, was able to control my body. I was being held down um, from, from the back. I could feel his hands on me. I could feel that it was a man. I could feel the size of him. I knew that the size of the, the, the person that was there. Um, it was a fully grown man. What happened next was was a sexual act. Felt as if there was penetration. As if I could feel him pushing himself on top of me. I thought I was going to die. I thought that they were going to kill me. When when. The paralysis uh, eventually went away. I felt as if the presence had withdrawn into the corner in the room, that there was some creaking, not literally moving, but it was creaking as if there was something there. Mark's alleged ordeals have been so severe that they've caused a strain in his relationship with his fiancée. Vary refuses to talk about this um, for one reason. Um, we went through a terrible time with it. I think the fact that I've not been able to cope with this as well as what I should have done has actually contributed towards a lot of the problems that we've actually had in the relationship. Um, I still hold possibly a lot of anger. I still have a lot of feelings in my mind as to you know, what's happened to me um, have I been going mad? I'm, I'm fed up with with going to going to bed and worrying. While some suggest that sleep paralysis is hereditary and can therefore explain such cases, others believe that entity attacks might be associated with places as much as people. I've been hit by like an unseen force, it, it hits my chest, it hits my, it penetrates right through my head, through my body, through my chest, it, yanking my legs, it hits me so hard at times where it just it knocks me off my mattress. Sometimes I'll wake up after getting assaulted or after getting paralyzed and I'll see a stream of black or white smoke just kind of streaming out of my, like, my bed, my pillow, next to my face, or just, just floating in midair. Often the experience is accompanied by noises, like loud buzzing, 
sensations of being dragged out of the bed or flying, and difficulty breathing. In fact, some researchers believe sleep paralysis is what's really going on with stories of alien abductions. Well, I certainly hope you've enjoyed this evening's episode and look forward to the next one. For myself, Rudy on the go. Again, I am grateful for your time and for listening in. Take care and remember that life is what you make it. Take care. We hope you've enjoyed today's segment with Rudy on the go here on It's Reality Podcast. Remember to subscribe to his YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Rudy on the go and turn on post notifications to stay updated every time he posts new vids. Until next time.